GZM Shows and the creators of Six Minutes are rolling out their newest audio adventure with the podcast Discovering Dad. A cautious single dad with a secret past and his rebellious kids embark on a thrilling quest complete with hidden treasure, villains, and a family curse. New episodes of Discovering Dad roll out weekly starting June 11th on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show so you never miss an episode. Or listen early and ad-free as a GZM Show subscriber. Go to gzmshows.com to learn more. Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, but more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I hope to open the conversation about working parents a bit. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier, to find out how they balance being a dad with a successful career. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Frau Pow, where your hosts, Odd and Rad. Hi. I just like, I think since all this has started, I feel like I have like weird pains and things like I but I also bruise really easily so it's so hard to know what's happening it's like I'm more hyper aware of how my allergies are affecting my body and also how sore I am because body aches are a symptom yeah and so I'm like wait is this allergies or the coronavirus is this like soreness from lifting or is this like legitimate body aches that I should be paying attention those are different though I know but but yeah yeah anxiety yeah um, anyway, so I guess we're talking about what we're not supposed to be talking about. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so, COVID-19. Don't get me started. Don't even get me started. Yeah, it's been real stressful. I mean, every, hopefully... I mean, everybody's talking about it, and it feels like we can't not talk about it. Um, but I don't want to talk about it anymore. But that's you so know? hard to not do because well, it's, it's been it's inundating every aspect of our lives. No, exactly. I mean, people are. I mean, we're sort of near an epicenter, um, <clears throat> so it's really impacting everything. And then you know, all the major like travel ports and oh, everything's stressful, and everyone's like talking about how stressful it is to like work from home or if they can work from home and mm, like going mm-hmm. on public transportation yeah. and oh. it's a lot it's a lot. it's a lot to think about a lot of people are being forced to reevaluate their livelihoods across the board yeah especially if you or someone that you are very close to has an autoimmune like you have to take everything into consideration and it has to be a very calculated risk and a lot of times like you need to know when to pull back And it's just like it's every facet of your being has to now be planned. That's what it feels like. Like I go and get gas and I hand my card to the gas station attendant in New Jersey. And I'm like, what if this person has coronavirus? And now they just like coughed on my card. That's why we should be able to pump our own gas. It's real fucking stupid. Yeah, but then (laughs) stupid people are touching the gas pumps. Well, I mean, if you wash your hands afterwards, it should be fine. I mean, I have I've always kept a little pump of hand sanitizer in my car for like ever for like grossness, the well, just in case grossness. Let's just like also though soap Wash and water yeah. is 
the best I'm thing. I'm going for to install a sink with running yeah, water in my feels car. Very proportionate to the situation. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean that, but really because. Um, the virus has lipids on the out, like mm-hmm. it's covered in lipids. Soap is actually better because it because yeah. soap doesn't really it kills bacteria, but it's not a bacteria. It just makes your hands slippery enough for the virus to get washed off. We're basically making our hands a slip and slide. Mm-hmm. And I like slip and slides. Yeah, I mean, I grew up with uh, family members in the medical <clears throat> industry, so I know a very weird amount of information. <laughs> And my my mom is involved in oncology and had to know a lot about like immune systems, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I know a lot about. I mean, I'm no doctor, but I know random facts. Yeah. Well, I think just like I feel like all eyes are on this, and mm. while all eyes are on this, because this is what the media is reporting be it good, bad, neutral, fear mongering, panic inducing, or like actually factual i just there's something that's going to drop something else is going to drop what do you mean by that all eyes are on this there is currently an oil war happening that is the reason why the stock market is crashing not really because of the virus but nobody's paying attention to that and i just feel like i mean a also shoe is going though- to drop the virus is a part of no, the market No, well, I mean, dropping. yes, the virus is a part of everything. Because we everything. both know so much about stocks. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot more about this virus than the stocks. So. That's, yeah. Um, and how everything is skewed right now and how all eyes are on this, there's a part of me that's like, no, we need to pull back and talk about other things because I just have a feeling that something else is going to drop. Something else is going to happen that we're not paying attention to. And as soon as it happens, we're going to be like, fuck, how can we completely miss this? I, On the other hand, though, I do think hopefully that it's highlighting a lot of things that are wrong. 100%. As well. Like, so, I mean, mostly just our um, okay. Cheeto in charge and um, our healthcare system. Uh yeah, I just like basically our leadership. There's a huge lack of scientific like inf- belief in science. Yeah, um, and because that one person says one thing and they agree with it, that that's going to be the plan of action, and mm-hmm. that's literally not going to help anyone. It's going to make it worse. Or just saying like the virus will just have died off by April first. When that's not that's not true at all. Like a hundred percent not true. Yeah. Like it's the opposite of the truth. Um. The fact that we have like Mike Pence in charge of all of this bullshit and he like wants to pray about it. And prayer meetings. I just, it's not gonna, I mean, prayer is fine for you, but like, let's try and take care of this for all the people who are not involved in your um, prayer. Yeah. So, um, prayers and good yeah. deeds, you know, for some reason, I feel like they kind of go hand in hand. Like, if you're gonna pray, you also have to do a deed with it. Mm, yeah, but that's just believing in Jesus at this point. <laughs> but also, um, you know, it just is very ironic to me that Trump was making this um, one of his uh, press, what is it called? Press um, conferences, press releases, <laughs> press releases or whatever. He was fucking standing in front of the media and um, he uh, was wearing a make or keep America great hat. And I'm like, you're fucking talking about the coronavirus and you're telling us that America is great. Like, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. You haven't made tests available for people. You haven't like nothing and like recently he insulted chinese the chinese government for not doing quote unquote enough 
when other international governments, foreign governments, are saying no, if it wasn't for China shutting down the Wuhan province. Yeah, absolutely. It would have been a lot worse. Yeah. Were Chinese, was the Chinese government too slow? Maybe, but like you wouldn't know that because maybe they didn't have enough information at that time. And like hindsight is always 2020. Yeah. They reacted, I think, proportionately to what they knew at the time. And because of what they knew, this could have been a lot worse. Two things. Number one, in World War Z, which is an amazing book, um, you know, North Korea basically goes mostly unscathed in this, like they're doing right now. Yeah. Um, in the zombie apocalypse, because they just fucking remove everyone's teeth. And you know what? Might be a good time to be in an authoritarian state. I don't know. But two, you know, he Donald Trump also is like, oh, I'm banning all of these like flights like travel to and from Europe. But if you read the fucking like order that he made, it excludes like citizens. It excludes like permanent residents. Mm-hmm. It excludes p- family of permanent residents or citizens. I'm like, you're not fucking banning anything. Yeah. You're just banning Europeans from coming over here. And too bad the virus is already in the United States. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're I don't See, know what you're trying to do. My here are my thoughts currently. Right. First, I remember thinking because I was out in Wisconsin a couple of weeks ago and I was supposed to go to L.A. At the time that I was in Wisconsin, it wasn't in New York City yet. And I remember thinking to myself, holy shit, it is a fucking miracle that it's not in New York City yet. My second thought is holy crap, this is going to affect people disproportionately across the board. Not only is it mm-hmm. going to affect the elderly and the autoimmune, but it's going to affect people who don't, who can't take sick days, who can't get out of work, people who don't have the money to get tested. Although in, I think in New York State, they waived the, the fee, which is great, but like you still need to be able to get to a place to get tested and you still need to be able to find a place that has a test kit for you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. Also, like the whole incubation period, it is, mm-hmm. does take a long time for the symptoms to show. So I think that's the issue. And a lot of and I think New York City is not only just like the mass, massive amount of people and public transportation, um, but also just that we have a bunch of universities and schools mm-hmm. and international people, obviously, who yeah. are coming in and out. And so that um, I also think that we should talk a little bit about what Derby is doing right now, because. Mm-hmm. A lot of where Derby, A, where Derby teams make money, um, because we make so much money, not really at all. Um, we make bank. <laughs> is that like how people, how teams survive is having public games. Mm-hmm. And so public gatherings are not encouraged right now. Obviously, I don't want to encourage them, but also it's obviously a contact sport. So you are coming mm-hmm. in close proximity with your teammates. And other teammates. And other teammates of like people you don't know. Yeah. Um, whether you're at practice or at a game. And it's just not great because our season has started and there are a lot of games that count towards our rankings that are being canceled like left and right. Yeah, it's a really interesting conundrum to see what they're doing. And I guess the best way to like kind of predict what is going to happen in roller derby is to look at what the teams on the national and international levels are doing and the NHL, the NBA, um, March Madness, everything is canceled and or postponed. And it's just really interesting to see how certain athletes are taking this seriously and certain athletes are not taking this seriously. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, and there's this whole other fallout of like, you got to look at these teams that are rec league 
that rely on this membership and these games to make money and survive. And now where are they going to get that? Yeah, no, exactly. And it's not like you, I mean, and Derby attracts all kinds of people. And so there are people who live, I mean, who are elderly or live with elderly folks Mm -hmm. or um, people who have issues with their immune system or people who, you know, have diabetes or issues with their heart or whatever. I have a few people who, you know, have um, respiratory issues. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, I don't know. It's just very interesting to see how much people are now paying attention during something that is typically flu season. Like, let's just all wash our hands all the time. Yeah. But also, so on that topic, um, I've been seeing a lot of black activists and indigenous activists and just a lot of um, BIPOC activists stepping up and discussing like, hey, look, it's a coronavirus. (laughs) It's coming for us. (laughs) We've manifested it. Um, So there's a lot of black indigenous people of color who are activists and stepping up to these very public forums of Instagram and Twitter saying, hey, look, this is to us, this is just an extra thing that we need to watch out for on top of our normal everyday bullshit. And that feels like a huge eye opener for a lot of people. Hopefully that like your fear that you're experiencing right now is the same fear that people with autoimmune feel every flu season or whenever there's a major virus that's going around, even like if it's just a cold. This is a fear that a lot of black indigenous people of color feel about just like going outside on a day to day basis. The anxiety that you feel about a human to human contact and getting something is how a lot of people feel every day and like your ableism is showing and your racism is showing and i think this virus is doing i think also just like whoops as um, you break the table also um privilege just in general like people don't realize it's a privilege to go out and not have to like double like have to overthink about where they're Mm -hmm. going and the types of people that they'll be seeing what they look like right um and i i think in this during this time period, I really hope that a lot of people, as they go through this anxiety, they, this newfound anxiety that like, oh my God, I can get really sick. I really hope that people take a step back and understand that this is what a lot of other people feel on a day-to-day basis. And for them, this is either terrifying and panic-inducing, or they're adding it to the list of other shit that they have to now pay attention to, you know, and they're just even more fed up because it's like, of course... I have to now deal with this shit too, you know? I just think that was a very interesting view and 100% agreed considering I have a lot of people in my life who have to worry about being sick on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. That was heavy. That was heavy. I was trying to take it somewhere light. No. Talk about derby or talk about racism. <laughs> Whatever. It's <laughs> how I roll. Go big or go home. <laughs> I was thinking like roll like a roller ski. Oh, but I'm... Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, How are you guys doing with COVID-19? Do you have to work from home? Let us know. You can send us an email at fraupalpodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on social media at fraupalpodcast on Facebook and Instagram. And as always, friends, wash wash your your hands. hands.